Megan and Kimberly, and you've entered room 237, the, the bonus. bonus. <laughs> every time. Every time. I'm going to do it every time. Every time. I love it. So we're going to talk a little bit about today, like num- numerology, because mm-hmm. in the movie Us, the number 1111 can be seen like frequently throughout. Yeah, it plays a big role. And it's probably one of the most popular, like the most referenced number sequence in numerology. For sure. So, what is numerology, you ask? Numerology is a mystical study of numbers, the numbers in your life, and it's seen as a universal language of numbers. So, throughout numerology, one can uncover secrets of the universe Mm -hmm. and find guidance from within. It's kind of like astrology, but you're reading numbers instead of the zodiac sign. That makes sense. So, like, numerology is also, it's the idea, like, the universe is a system. And once broken down, we are left with the basic elements, which is numbers. Yeah. And these numbers can then be used to help us, like, better understand the world, ourselves as individuals. All kinds of shit. Everything. In history, numerology. Let's take it back. Let's bring it all back. back. Way, 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 way back. Way back. Pythagoras. Yes. That, 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 that motherfucker? Pythagorean theorem. That guy. He had, like, a, other philosophers too, but yeah. mainly him. He believed that everything had a numerical relationship, and it was up to your mind to seek out and investigate the secrets of that relationship. Or if, like, you're a Christian, it was revealed by divine grace instead of numbers. Yeah. But it's the like same St. thing. St. Augustine was also, like, a numerologist, and he was obviously, like, a Christian saint. Right. So there's a bunch of different meanings for the numbers according to the Pythagorean ideology of numerology. And let's go through a few of them. Let's do it. Number one, the number one was the origin of all things. Okay. The number two represented matter, which is, again, everything. But okay. The number three (laughs) was the ideal number because it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's made up of three parts. Yes. It's also the smallest number of points that could be used to define a Oh, just a triangle, a plain triangle. And it's also the symbol of the god Apollo. I did not know that. I had no idea about that as well. Number four is represented by the four elements or the four seasons. Earth, air, fire, water. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Number five represents marriage because it's the sum of two and three. I don't know why that two and three represent marriage together, but cool. Okay. But cool, cool, cool. The number seven is the sacred number. It's the number of planets when Pythagoras was alive. That's the number of planets they recognized. It's also the number of strings on a lyre, and it's the birthday of Apollo. That Apollo, man, he was... Yeah, he was, he was the truth. <laughs> and then the number 10 was the perfect oh, number. okay. So Pythagoreans never gathered in groups larger than 10, just like quarantine. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> CDC recommendations. They would have been really good at this. They would have. And then also odd numbers were more masculine numbers, and even numbers were feminine numbers. Huh. So now you know. Little, now we know a little... Little fun facts. <laughs> in 325 AD, Christians were like super party poopers. Unsurprising. And like, numerology, <laughs> not great. And it was assigned to like the field of the unapproved beliefs, which along with like astrology, magic, other divinatory like forms of yeah. magic. In, in modern times, a author called Juno Jordan wrote the romance in your name and in 1965 and that provided the pythagorean numerology system for identifying what he called key numeral 
numerological woo, woo, influences and names and birth dates, and we use it today. Yes, we do. It's still in use. So if you want to know how this works, Google that shit. It's very right. intense. It's, it's intense. I was going to include it all, but I'm like, oh. But you're like, no, thank I, you. Now, after I don't know how many glasses of wine, I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't right. include it. Yeah. So like we said, in the movie as 11-11 shows up a bunch. A lot. And mm-hmm. so there's a significance of 11-11 Ooh. in numerology. So apparently, the more mystical theory of numerology believes that like all the energy in the universe all of it. It all vibrates at different frequencies. And these energies like reveal their presence in your life through numbers. So if you see them like in two digit sequences, cool, like one number, cool, three, but if they appear to you in four digit sequences, <laughs> that's it's the, the truth. fucking truth. <laughs> when the universe is trying to give you a message, you're going to see that number in a variety of places. And so at first you're like, Oh, that's weird. I've seen that, you know, I've seen that 1111 yeah, like recently. My, my bank receipt was 1111. Oh, I saw it on the clock. I saw it this on the clock. And then it becomes so frequent that it's impossible to ignore it. You can't. Mm-mm. You can't. Mm-mm. So the number 1111, it's referred to as like the wake up call or a call for activation, if you will. So this is the first set of numbers like that most people, like when they are becoming woke, <laughs> begin to see so it's a signal that the universe, like, it wants to send you a message. It is saying, hey, girl. <laughs> hey. So Pay when attention. you first see 1111, you're supposed to, like, keep your thoughts positive and uplifting because this this is the gateway now. You have opened the gateway. The universe is trying to tell you something. And now, like, your powers for manifestation, they're open. So you want to create a reality, like, based on your hopes, but not your fears. I get so animated with this. <laughs> it's, well... It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. To activate this quote unquote wake up call, you want to take up meditation, get out into nature, and listen closely to your inner yeah, self. Meditate out in the open. You know, like they were doing in midsummer with their drugs. <laughs> so it's a thought that if you do, then you're going to receive guidance from the universe that you need and you will be in alignment with the high vibration energies that can bring your wishes into existence. Mm. Well, this is why, like, people at 11-11, when they see it on the clock, they're like, oh, 11-11, make a wish. Yes, that's that's how I know 11-11. Really? Seeing it on the clock, like, oh, make a wish. It's yeah. because now you know you're you're trying to be woke. The universe is trying to I tell had no you idea. something, girl. <laughs> Pay attention. And without trying to sound weird, like, I have, like, paid too, too late. much attention <laughs> to numerology, and I do listen to what the universe is trying to tell me, and I do recognize the signs. Okay. I do. Good deal. Okay. Let's talk about some other sequences Let's besides 1111. All right. So we got 222. 222. If you see that number repeatedly, it means that something in your life is out of balance in some way. It can be mentally, physically, or even emotionally. So for example, you could be putting effort into something or a relationship, and it's taking too much of your energy. So girl, time girl. to reevaluate. Bring it back down. Let's see what this is. It ain't for you. <laughs> so 333, this is a calling. It's to recognize your, like, your life's purpose. Okay. It's saying, girl, you're ready to tap into your full potential. Take that risk. The universe has got you. I never see 333. <laughs> I got you, girl. Just do it. The universe does not have me. If you see 444, that indicates that you're on the right path. Even if you don't know it or feel like it, you are. Usually it comes when you feel like you're fighting like an uphill battle. Everything feels against you. 
and there's no end in sight. And this is the universe saying, girl, don't give up. Stay focused and secure that bad bitch. Y'all, get that Birkin. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on this path. Yes. So five, five, five. This signifies a change is a coming. Mm-hmm. It can be like an unexpected shakeup or a new beginning. But to embrace this new path that is coming, you must let go of whatever is holding you back and you've got to let go of the past trauma. I mean, that means that you have to know what that trauma is to yeah, let go of. Yeah, you do. Is- I, I feel as if like the universe gives you like subtle hints. Like you know what you need to do and the universe just comes along and it's like, girl, you're right. <laughs> okay. So 666. Uh-oh. Besides being the number of the beast, <laughs> it also means that you're giving too much of yourself. Maybe you're obsessing over work or a relationship or some other issue in your life, but you need to just get out of your head and everything will be restored. Hopefully. 777. This This, is a good one. Yeah. So this is like one of the most sacred of all the number sequences. If you've lost your way, this is like the universe telling you everything's going to be okay. Like you need to tap into your highest potential and you'll invite like this increased amount of love and light into your life. So then we have 888 and that means an increased abundance is on its way. Like say you're trying to get a new job and you keep seeing 888 everywhere you go. That means you're on the right path and it's going to be your job going to be all yours 999 this means a chapter in your life it's coming to an end Aww. but it doesn't have to be a bad thing right like right. it's like this chapter is closing and a new one like a better one is beginning right but it also means that like maybe you're having some trouble letting go of what you think your path should be and this is like your wake-up call for a fresh start i went through <laughs> what did you do I looked up our numerology numbers. Okay. So there's all these different things, but the two we're going to focus on are life path and then like your birthday number, kind of like your personality number. Okay. So in the way to figure out the life path is you take your full birthday. So say your birthday is June 6, 1999. You would do 6 plus 6 plus 1 plus 9 plus 9 plus 9. And then you keep adding until you have a single digit number. Ah. My number, and also Kim's number, Yes, <laughs> we're both 11s. Of course we are, 11, 11. I say a single digit, but 11 is also one of the main yeah. numbers. So this is this tells you, your life path number reveals your most fulfilling life direction, the major lessons that you're here to learn, and the unique, unique personality traits that will help you on your journey. And it's also called the ruling number, the birth path number, or the birth force number. And it describes the path that you need to take in order to learn your karmic lesson. Okay. So what is our life path number? Tell us, Kim. So our number is 11 because, of course, we're super aligned. <laughs> and so character possibilities. These people, us, <laughs> are ambitious and intelligent. Okay. All right. They can achieve a great success, but... Also a great failure. (laughs) They are gifted and have a tendency to have visions. They can use inspiration from God. I don't have visions. (laughs) Just so you know. I have visions, but they're all like ambient induced. (laughs) 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 So they need patience, balance, and more determination. They are sensitive and creative. I which agree. we are. I agree, yes. And they need to learn to correctly evaluate their emotions and traumatic experiences. Probably true. Probably true. So our weaknesses. Yes, tell us. 
what we should learn. Uh huh. We need to watch for impatience, which I definitely have, misapprehensions, hardness, and intransigence. I will tell you, I have several of these. Yeah, I'm like, mm hmm. Need to beware of misunderstandings, stressful situations, Ooh. and variable material life. We should also be careful not to use our remarkable abilities only for accumulating wealth. And I guess I have been very careful about yeah, I'm, that I'm, in my I'm life. I'm real careful because about that. I have not, have super not accumulated no, a lot of wealth. No. <laughs> so the other one is the birth number. Yes. The birthday number. So it's. It's only one of five numbers in your numerology that are called your core numbers. Okay. And they are derived from either your name or your birth date. And they are numbers that influence your the most strongly throughout your life. So your birthday number, it can reveal unique and powerful abilities that you naturally possess, like gifts that you have to offer the world. Oh. And you figure this one out just by it's the, the day you were born. Okay. So mine is 27, because I was born on the 27th day of the month. Okay. And so this says, my character possibilities are, these people are sensitive, emotional, and intuitive. They are honest, pragmatic, and conservative. I would not call myself conservative in some ways, but in others I would. Yeah. Definitely not like... Not like worldview conservative, but like with your own personal self. And yes. emotions yes. are. These people are not subject to new trends. They avoid shallow relationships. And romantic relationships are very important for them. And they are enterprising. I don't okay. consider right. myself okay. very enterprising, but okay. They're able to enforce their plans and ideas, which I am. Right. They are devoted to their family. They may get rich. I'm still waiting on that. <laughs> they try to get information about life. And they look for the meaning of life. They feel good when they are in nature. That's uh, a big no for me. Nope. I like to be inside. And they like helping other people, which I do. You do. And their home plays an important role. It's a big Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. It's a big yes for me. Megan loves her home. I love to be at home. They are clever and quick-witted, and yep. they make decisions after careful consideration. I would agree. I would agree with several of those things. So my weaknesses are these people are deeply, these people deeply experience disappointment Yes. Yes. They react sensitively to various situations. Yes. I feel very called out in this whole week. <laughs> I'm like, so yes. You know. Yes. They yes. often succumb to illusions. It means you're naive and taken in by bullshit, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> they take everything very seriously. They are naive. Mm-hmm. They punish themselves. Mm-hmm. They think that they are useless. Mm. They tend to be self-destructive. Ah. Beware of addiction to drugs and alcohol, which I don't have that. Thank no. goodness. Beware of nervous breakdowns, anxiety, and suicide attempts, which I do not have a lot of. They're often bossy, which is true. That's the glaring one. (laughs) They are indecisive, moody, vulnerable, and closed. So true. Oh, my God. (laughs) There is not a sentence. So rude right now. So rude. (laughs) And they tend to criticize others. Oh, my God. Rude as hell. I feel... You feel naked? I feel naked a little bit. You feel a little exposed for telling the world about us? Mm Mm-hmm. So let's get into mine. Do it. My number. Expose yourself now. I'm I'm, going to do it. (laughs) My number is five. So my character possibilities. These people are open, daring, energetic, and principled. I would agree with that. They like to be their own boss. Mm. They are perceptive. They like progress and need space for their activities. Yes. I do. That is you. Yes. They like changes and nothing is fixed for them. That's probably you. I hate everything about that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I do like a mix up. I can't I be it. stagnant. I can't. Mm-hmm. I hate. You know being, I hate change. Oh, but I I welcome <laughs> it. They have almost a magnetic influence on people, and they are charming. I would agree with that for you. Oh, you are very thanks, charming. Boo. They are warm, cheerful, and quick witted. Yes, they are willing to take risks, which I think I am. I think you are for the most part. They think logically and they are articulate. Okay. Mm-hmm. They like communicating with others, you do. which I do. They're also in a hurry and they like to travel. You love Y'all, that. I love to travel. Like, I would give up everything you, yeah. to travel. I would live in a hut under a beach <laughs> to be able to go on vacations. No, you wouldn't, but okay. I would. <laughs> they look after their appearance and health. Very true for you. Uh, yeah. They like success. Mm-hmm. They like being appreciated. You do. <laughs> they are interested in novel things and about how they work. That's not so true. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's true for you. Not um, that you aren't interested. Just that no, it's not like important to you. No, they are curious. Yes. yes, they know what they want. Yes. yes, they do not like if someone tells them what to do, and that is the absolute so fucking truth. So do true. not. If you tell me what to do, I'm gonna do the direct opposite. Just to be a bitch. Yeah. Just <laughs> just to say like, mm-hmm. nah. They often move from one thing to another. So true. <laughs> They're shallow. They need to be more patient. Probably. Mm-hmm. And they should avoid boredom. You but hate to be bored. Oh my you God, hate so I much. hate to be bored. Like a boring life is like the most miserable thing I can ever think of. You would of. hate my life. It's so boring. Uh, it's all your definite or your idea of boring. That's true. Like, I don't find like coming home from work and like watching a movie on Netflix like to be super boring. But like if that's only thing but that's not boring if you do it once a week if you do yeah. it seven days a week it becomes boring and or just i don't like to be stagnant like i just yeah. i need a, a change up every now and then what's your weaknesses and expose yourself oh my god so <laughs> my weaknesses it hurts doesn't it, it does okay so these people are neurotic and withdrawn moody and irritable i would not call you withdrawn or irritable but you're definitely neurotic and, and occasionally moody, moody. Yes, yes for sure they're quarrelsome I don't, I don't i don't agree with that but okay some of them become cheaters and liars <laughs> ouch that's hurtful but that's i also hurtful. don't think that's you no i mean sometimes so i'm not gonna like directly lie but like sometimes i can embellish the truth a little bit I'm not a liar. They become vulgar. <laughs> they become vulgar and irritable mm-hmm. when they get angry. You're so vulgar. Oh my god, I'm so the vulgar. most <laughs> vulgar person I've ever met is you. <laughs> and irritable. <laughs> they force their opinions on others. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. I I don't 100% agree with that, but it can be a little headstrong. <laughs> um, they are tense and easily stressed. 100% you. One ten. They are unstable. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, beware of deceitful relationships. Damn. Ooh. Who is deceitful in your oh, life? Wow. I don't know. Do you feel exposed now? A little bit yeah. exposed. It's like, a little hurtful. I'm but... not a liar and a cheater. I mean, I'm moody and irritable, but damn. Oh, now everybody knows us better. You've heard about our right. numbers. Tell us your numbers. Let us know. DM us all your bullshit and all your horrible things. <laughs> so let's get away from that. Let's talk about something completely different let's do let's it. talk about the theories about the movie us okay so these are theories i found this on the rap.com so this is not my words this is their words okay for the most part the rabbits you know there's a bunch the rabbits get yes. a big role in this Tons movie of fucking rabbits and there are a couple meanings for rabbits the main one is that rabbits are associated with mass breeding you know that old saying yeah 
fucking like rabbits. rabbits. Like they're just producing, producing, producing offspring. And rabbits are also synonymous with experimentation. There's rabbits are used in a lot of experiments, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And in this film, the government tried to clone people, but they couldn't clone the soul, so they quit with their experimentation. Makes sense. Yeah. So at South by Southwest, uh, Jordan Peele he told Rotten Tomatoes that rabbits. On paper, are adorable, loving animals. But, like, have you ever gotten close to rabbits? (laughs) He says, you can tell in their eyes they have the brain of a sociopath. (laughs) If you put a rabbit in a human body, you have Michael Myers, the killer. There's no empathy. I am 100% on board with this thought. They're so creepy. My sister would not agree with me. She used to have rabbits, and I believe she actually thinks they're super cute and loving. I like the little gray ones and the little brown ones. But you don't like those white ones, do you? Because they're creepy as hell. Nope. No, thank you. No. no. <laughs> Duality. Duality. It plays a big role in this it movie. Does. Obviously. So the film shows us a lot of dual images. We have, obviously, the doppelgangers. We have a pair of scissors, which is two things to create one whole uh-huh. pair of scissors. The pair of bunny ears. There's oh. always two. There's always two of everything to make up the whole. And then one Reddit user even pointed out that the song, I Got Five on it, is sung by a duo named Lunez and in the song, it says, quote, I got five on it, partner, let's go half on a sack. Which, of course, you need both people to get the whole bag of weed. The whole sack of weed. <laughs> <laughs> so Peel also referenced Michael Jackson throughout the film, and he states, The movie starts in the 80s. The duality with which I experienced him in that time was both, like, as the guy that presented this outward positivity, mm-hmm. but also... <laughs> fucking thriller and it scared him to death you felt that too i did it was just that ending because girl you ain't safe but i mean he was like in the 80s especially before all the drama of you know the uh the molestation cases presented themselves in the 80s he was this huge you know the king of pop very outwardly this huge, positive wonderful guy and and then you had that creepy thriller video yeah. you this know is thriller. <laughs> thriller okay <laughs> so the scissors in the movie, Peel said this of the scissors. There's a duality to scissors. It's a whole made up of two parts, but they lie. They also lie in this territory between the mundane and the absolutely terrifying. Which, scissors do? Yeah, I which, guess so. Because scissors are ostensibly just something to help you cut yeah, stuff, but they also or, are a weapon. Yeah, they are. If used in that way. Okay, so to, in those scissors, they were. I want those. They are gold and shiny and, and sharp. Pointy. Like, I want those scissors. Those are like some um, embroidery scissors <laughs> or something. Like, they're just serious. So, another theme is social inequality. So, the tethered people, they represent, like, those born with less privilege. Uh, yeah. They struggled their entire lives, wishing they, like, led better lives, like, watching everyone else get fed. And, like, life was handed to, like, the people above. Or that's example. how they saw it. Yeah, yeah. That's how they saw it. So, like, when Abraham takes uh, Gabe's glasses in the house, and he puts them on his face. He also seems, like, confused, like, what yeah, to do with them. Yeah, it's like, but... fuck you, I got these glasses right. now. And then Kitty, when she's up in, um, or I'm sorry, when Doppelganger Kitty right. is up in, like, real Kitty's bedroom, and she's putting on, like, lipstick and mm-hmm. spraying perfume. It's, like, all the things she never had, like, because right. she's not privileged sad day sad day so this one's a little crazy but we're gonna talk about it anyway jason and his doppelganger pluto so some fans believe that jason and his doppelganger have also switched places specifically because of the magic trick that he cannot seem to accomplish so it's there the theory is he used to be able to do it but he can't anymore because 
the trick only works in the tunnels. Oh. And when he was in the tunnels, he started a fire, and that is how Pluto doppelganger Jason got all the burns. That makes sense. Kinda. I mean. I mean, if you're reaching. I mean, so, okay, additionally, when we're at the beach and Jason doesn't build, he doesn't build a sandcastle, he builds tunnels. Why would he build tunnels and not a castle? Mm-hmm. So one Reddit user said, at the end, he has realized that his mother at one point has also switched bodies. And she gives him a look almost like, I also know what I you know. I know what you did. <laughs> they don't know that we know that, that they, they know. know. <laughs> <laughs> but then he puts his mask on as a symbol of the mask they now have to wear for the rest of their lives. See, I didn't get that. I did not either. But we did say, how does he know that she is, is not her, his, you know, her quote unquote. I don't know why he's worried about it because she's been his mother this whole yeah. time. So you've grown up with her, whether you care, but he seems to be freaked out by it. So Addie's shirt, apparently her white shirt gets like progressively more and more red throughout the whole movie. I didn't notice this. I did. Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the blood that gets on it that makes it more red, and it's reflecting the fact that like she is actually the original Tether, who are all wearing like the red jumpsuit. So I noticed that her shirt gets you know more covered in blood. When I read this though, I was like, that makes sense in my mind. Mm-hmm. And you know it's true. He wouldn't have done it. It just you know like he my said, man don't do shit without he a said purpose. Everything has a purpose. So you know that was intentional. I just would like to go on the record and just say, like, Jordan Peele, if you ever listen to this, I love you so much. I would like to go on the record and say, Winston Duke, if you ever (laughs) listen to this, I love you. Give me a call. Give her a call. She loves those thighs. Those thighs. They're thick. <laughs> you love him so much. I don't know what it is about him that I just find so appealing. Because he's a big old man with some thick old thighs, and you love a big, tall, strong he's man. He's so tall. Uh-huh. And he's cute. And he's cute. But he's, he's also cute. like nerdy. Yes. And I like that. Anyway, You're here for it. I'm here for it. Anyway, next week. Next week, what are we, we are doing, y'all, the craft that. The craft. I will go into it when we actually do the episode, but like the craft sparked something within me. I can see it. Yeah. That I've yeah. never been able to get back. No, you've been changed since Every that sense. day. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fun one. I can't wait. It will wait. be. It's such a kind of a cheesy, but also fun movie. It'll be oh fun. Oh my God. I've, I've seen it so many times. I think I made Cass watch it not too long ago. She didn't appreciate it. Nancy is one of my favorite, like movie characters. Oh my God. Me too. No, I wouldn't even call her a villain. I no, Nancy's not a villain. You know, in my mind, she's not a villain. She's using her powers. She's just trying she's to live her to life. Her own. Yeah, she's trying to be her own person, and it goes a little off the rails, but a little that bit. happens in oh, everybody's yeah. life. Yeah, I mean, I've never tried to kill powers. anyone. Yeah, but Nancy is not a villain in my mm-hmm. eyes. Mm-hmm. Nancy is that bitch. She's a bitch. Lo- I love Faruza Oh God! The way you feel about Winston is the way I felt about Faruza Balk <laughs> as a teenager. I could see that. Oh my God! <laughs> I could see that. Her with little you. goth self. She's cute. Yeah. Her dark lipstick. Oh, my God. And those bright eyes. Her eyes are so blue. Oh, yeah. That blue eyes, dark. Mm. Oh, we'll get into it. I got a lot to say about Farisa Bach. <laughs> I can't wait then. It'll be fun. I'm going to get in trouble, y'all. Until then. You will. I have to be so mad at you. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Until then, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. We are at Room 237, the podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Room 237, the pod C1. Or you can send us an old-fashioned email at Room 237, the 
podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> You're looking at me like, I can't remember what it is. Don't forget also to go out there to iTunes and rate and review yes, us. please. Give us that five star. It helps people find us. And if yes. you like us, you want other people to find us. Right. Tell your friends. That's right. Tell All Winston right. Duke so he can contact Tell Winston. And tell Jordan Pill that like I really <laughs> want to be one of his movies. <laughs> I can be an extra. I can't do that Lupita shit. But no, like, but no. I can hang in the background. Yeah, Just chill. Yeah, right. Maybe I can just laugh, be killed. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Until next time, guys. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.